Greetings and welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. We are super excited today. Selena, are <laughs> we you there? Are. I'm right. just waiting for you. I'm Ryan. I'm, of course, Selena. <laughs> Still We're the voices and the authors behind Fierce Marriage. Uh, today is a special, special day. Very we have day. officially released our latest book. Has anyone ever watched The Office? You, as, if you listen to our podcast, you know that we're big fans of The Office. And I feel a bit like Michael Scott right now when he found out that Holly <laughs> was not engaged. Oh, yeah. Do, do you remember that? Yes. I remember that so well. I do remember, I remember that. It too well. <laughs> so well, in fact. We got the happy box. It's the happy box. Yeah! Spray new champagne yeah. right now. Nobody can see this. Woo! <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, that was... I hope we don't get in trouble copyright-wise for that. Anyway, if you're not a fan of The Office, that will make no sense to you. And you'll be like, why are they playing Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> anyway, it's been like most of our marriage has been The, the Office. office. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are very excited. But today, uh, so that is the big thing that's happening today mm -hmm. in real life. However, the big thing we want to talk about today on this podcast is yeah. how exactly can you have a fierce marriage? Or what does that even mean yeah. to have a fierce marriage? So we're going to go through and I guess give some of the history behind that and, and not too long in that arena, but uh, we'll get into kind of the, each area. Yeah. Why we named it that, um, how it affects everything and every aspect of your marriage yeah so we will talk it, about what is it the, fueled by and yeah and we'll talk about the big issues yeah. and we'll just kind of touch I mean, this will be like a broad level podcast that uh hopefully will just give you um some real tangible ways forward in like communication or in sex and money and priority all that good stuff so anyway that is coming up and we will be back in just a minute now <laughs> Now let's do the real intro music now. All right. See you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. That was, that was fun. fun. Was, was Kelly Clarkson too much? No. You don't think so? Okay. I just, I don't think of her when I hear the song anymore. I think of Michael Scott and <laughs> like know, the I happy did. face box or the sad face box and Aaron's just getting sprayed with champagne. And he's like, and there's like, like two huge bottles of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, he's like, what, one happy, one sad or yeah, both sad. Both like sad. That. Yeah, sad face. <laughs> he's like, Which one should the gummy bears go in? Come on, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway, I'm drenched this... in champagne right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, oh, as we man. mentioned, if you haven't heard about it, uh, we have to say it. Fierce Marriage, the book, is now out. It is launched today. It launched and released today. Today. We had a uh, mix-up with Barnes & Noble where they yes. sent a few copies early, but that's probably not you. <laughs> and if it is, consider yourselves... VIPs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, go to FierceMarriageBook.com. What that book is all about is its foundations, and then we talk about the functional aspects of marriage and mm -hmm. how it those foundations play out. Yeah. And then we talk about kind of how you can flourish for a lifetime. It's kind of been our marriage manifesto, and if we could sit down and mm -hmm. have coffee and like talk to you about marriage and counsel you a little bit, um, we would, this is what we would say, honestly, yep, absolutely. We'd sit down and share our story, talk with you well, guys. And if we could, if we could walk alongside you yeah. for like months at a time, yeah. these are the principles that we would walk through with you. And mm -hmm. there's, it's what I love about it. And of course we wrote it, so I'm biased, but <laughs> we, we tried to get to like the core of yeah. the big issues, yeah. 
and then give you very practical, like, so we try to get the underlying hope of the gospel yeah, for the things like communication. Absolutely. And then to give you areas of help. Yeah. So like how, how exactly does the gospel help you actually speak <laughs> more right. constructively? Right. Cause it's easy to just give those prescriptions of just, Hey, this is, here's five ways to talk better to your spouse. Yeah. But if there's no underlying, like understanding the heart issue behind it and the savior needed to transform us to be able yeah. to communicate better. It, it really doesn't do anybody yeah. any good. Yeah, exactly. So we do provide those kind of like five ways, but we don't do it without, mm-hmm. um, at least in our, in our opinion, we don't do it without providing at least some of the hope right. that's underlying or at least leading you there. Absolutely. In terms of, so, so I got a question for you. Okay. What about all those cool pre-order bonuses? <laughs> do I still get those if I, didn't I order? I see that coming. <laughs> uh, actually, you can. You can get those through Sunday. Nice. Through Sunday. I'm making an executive decision on that one. Woohoo! Uh, because... So th- it should end today. If anyone's like me... it's going to go through Sunday. You'll hear this and you'll be like, oh, shoot, I forgot to pre-order it because yeah. you can't no longer... You can't pre-order it anymore. Right. It's, it's out. It's out. But we'll, we will allow you to redeem your orders for... We, get, we have fierce rings. They're going to retail for like... $40 for the pair or more, like yeah. $50 for the pair. So if you order... And I've been wearing mine for months and yeah. my my finger has never... I always get rashes because of my wedding ring and my finger has never looked better. And it's not because <laughs> it's a cheap ring. It's because I spilled chemicals on it and it changed the <laughs> chemistry. Alchemy, people. Oh, goodness. This anyway, is my husband. FierceMarriageBook.com. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You can find... <laughs> You can find all that stuff there, uh, but just let me. Just I'm telling you, it's worth it. Yes, and yes. Chances are you can get a really good deal on Amazon. Just and, by, by the way, and we also have fierce husbands and fierce wives. Those are closed groups on Facebook. This is um, a new thing, by the way. Which is a new thing. Yeah, you're mentioning a new thing. Go ahead. I'm mentioning a new thing. He keeps me in order. Sometimes I just talk. We haven't yet <laughs> talked about this and that we're going to be going through the books with our fierce right, wives and right. with fierce husbands. We're going to be going through them. Like I a, was getting there. I know, but yeah, I felt like I tripped you <laughs> He's up. He's <laughs> excited. And here we go. And I didn't have coffee today. I, I, had, I had a little bit, but usually when I'm this amped up, it's because of coffee. Yeah, but it's an exciting day. So anyways, in those groups, if you haven't um, heard of those groups, join them. Ask, answer the two questions. It's not that hard, my friends. Um, and we do this for protection. Just for to people. make sure that you buy into the rules, which yes, would basically be yes, nice to each other. Yes. And are you a wife Play or nicely. are you a husband? Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, in those groups, we're going to go through the next four weeks. So starting next week. So the pre-order stuff goes through Sunday, starting on Monday. Um, we are going to start going through the book. So doing a reading plan and start discussions and topics about what you've learned in those specific um, chapters and how what you were challenged by um, and maybe even some questions you guys might have. So we're hoping to dive deeper within those groups uh, mm-hmm. with the book and get yeah. 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 So it, connected more it'll be like a, a weekly, it'll be a weekly like uh, like reading plan yeah. and we'll just go through topics. It'll yep. be pretty low key, <clears throat> but the fun thing is we'll be all doing it together. Yes. So you can all, um, we can all walk alongside each other. Yeah. Wives alongside wives, husbands alongside husbands. Absolutely. It'll be great. So, uh, today we're going to get into, like I said, the fierce, what does yeah. it mean to actually have a fierce marriage? How do you <laughs> How do can that? You have a fierce marriage. And, but first I'm going to say in 30 seconds or less, Okay. what are your What's what book is in your hand? What voice is oh, in your I ear? I thought we were doing highs and lows. <laughs> and what's stirring in your heart? This is this means this makes sure that you're honest and oh, not coming up with canned answers. <laughs> um, well, I'm almost done with the book, Christy. Changing it's challenging my faith. It's so good, so good. It's awesome. Like written in the '60s, and it's totally relevant for today. Um, what voices in your ear? I just listened to John Piper, um, on, he was talking about delight and the heart and Christian hedonism. And 
it's again he just rocks my world i'm i just am learning that you know turning to god is a big thing uh i think we overlook turning and repenting and he says that is like a, a place you need to stop and and just soak up essentially and understand what it means to turn if we're if we're bored with the gospel if we're bored with jesus Ooh. then we haven't fully turned to him wow yeah big stuff <clears throat> that's both encouraging and convicting so yes um what's stirring in your heart um we've kind of faced uh some tragic like deaths in the last month or so i want to say and uh i've like just friend, like young friends dying friends, unexpectedly yeah and then um some people, I know it sounds kind of silly, but some moms I follow on Instagram, I don't per- know them personally, but you can, you know, you can identify with them being a mom and having kids and a wife and, and all of that. To you. And they've ministered to me yeah. in, on many levels just by sharing their stories and all of that. Anyways, they found out that, you know, the cancer's back, it's incurable. Uh, the doctors have given them just bits of time. And that's really been sobering, as it should be um, for all of us. And not that we need to, like, I don't know, for me personally, I. I put myself in in their shoes and like, what if I only had bits of time with my family? What decisions would I be making that I'm not making now? You know, and um, so yeah, some of those play out in different ways, but it's been very sobering and also um, oddly faith building as well. Um, So again, God is just, I feel like redeeming those, those pains and hurts and he is being glorified in the midst of death and he has overcome death and there will be completeness and healing um, in his presence. Wow, and that has been good. extremely faith building. So, wow. You're really good, uh, under the gun. <laughs> I don't feel like I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love you. You're very articulate. Thank well you. done. All right. So what book 30 is in seconds. my hand? You went like a minute and 40 seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, what book is in my hand? I just finished one. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, here it's right in front of me. It is a self-disciplined producer. My buddy, Jeff Bethke, uh, recommended that one on his Instagram thing. And so I read it. Actually, I read it you in read a day, it in like, a day? In like yeah. an hour. Yeah. It's a very short book. And I did take a few things out of it, just how to be uh, more, more I think, focused and work and stuff. It's been good. Good. Um, the Master Plan of Evangelism is what I'm re- reading right now. Nice. And that is by Robert Coleman. It's a really, I think it's another small book, but it's been, I, I'm just like realizing that I, we're passionate about discipleship. Yeah. We're called to be disciplers. Yeah. Of, dis- uh, of disciplers, right? right? Creating disciples that create disciples. And I'm just realizing that I don't really know what like tangibly mm-hmm. how to make that happen how to yeah. how to walk a younger man yeah. through the, becoming a, you know a right. faith-filled man of god right. and like what it means to be a disciple of christ right and this is just giving me some really tangible like i think it's giving us some good direction just from what you've been sharing with me because i i mean Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I've just found, I found a lot of joy in like discipling young life girls and all of that. And this is just, I feel like giving more, um, like tangible It's pretty meat on the bones, and, I feel Yes, like. meat on the bones. Uh, Not that that didn't happen in campaigners, but it, it's, it's a different, I think we're, we're discipling different people right now too, like different, um, well, and age I, groups and whatnot. And, you, and you're realizing that you are, you could be discipling people that you're not because you feel right. like, because you're not having an in-depth Bible study every week or right. like every other day or, you know, that you're not discipling somehow, but you are. Right. And so, and, and That's we're great. trying to figure out how that works for fierce marriage too, because I feel like there's more depth to be had Absolutely. and like equipping lay ministers, the various married couples listening to this or mm-hmm. reading who have a passion mm-hmm. for the gospel and a passion for marriage and yeah. giving them tools to disciple through right. the avenue of marriage. So that's, that was long, is but that that's the book in my hand. part of your next one is what's stirring in your heart? The, yes. I'll say that's what's stirring in my heart. No, that's number three. Number two would be what voiced in your ear. And that goes back to my buddy, Josh Bruffel. 
who we met last week, and he was just such a life-giving Not friend. Not met. You met with. Well, no, we I know, met with We've him. known him for years. We've known him Sorry, and Emily. it sounded like you just met him. and met Emily him. are dear. Well, they're dear friends, but we don't talk to them very often. We just really love them. Right. And I got to reconnect with Josh after a friend of ours got baptized on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway... He's been, he was just very encouraging. He was the voice in my ear um, last week. So yeah. So let's dive in to, um, yeah. Why we call it a fierce, why we call it fierce marriage. Cause we we do get a lot of questions like, why did you name it that? And I think there's a lot of people thinking, yeah, I want a fierce marriage and how do we do this? And there's a lot of hubbub around it. (laughs) A lot of hubbub. Yeah. (laughs) We, we've been doing a lot of, uh, well, it feels like a lot of interviews. Yes, radio and interviews. The radio people who are awesome, it, which radio is a whole different experience from a podcast, by the way. <laughs> it is. Every time we're like, what just happened? <laughs> um, and we're we just can't learning. take it back. It's out there. No no recording, no cutting. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they usually ask, like, why do you call it Fierce Marriage? And we realize yeah. that that's not something that we talk about a lot. It's right. not super clear. So let's just we'll spend the next two minutes talking about that. And then we'll get into what, what does it mean to live a Fierce Marriage? Where does that Fuel mm-hmm. for the fierce marriage come from, as right. my wife always asks. You always ask the fuel I like, question. I like alliteration. So fierce, the fuel for <laughs> the fierce, fierce marriage. fierce Fredericks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> how well. can, yeah, that, yeah, let's leave that one behind. <laughs> okay, so how can we be fierce in each aspect of marriage? And we'll get into the core issues. We had a lot of ground to cover. So yeah. we're going to be pretty, I think we're pretty surfacey. This this episode we go deep in a lot of these episodes. Yeah. So let's kind of just skim the well, surface here. Well, I think it's here. it's good to know like the history behind the book a little bit. I know I was just telling you that as like if I was somebody on the outside of Fierce Marriage and I'm bought in and I'm listening and I, I appreciate everything they're you know producing whatnot. If I knew like the the why like a deeper why, it's like I. I bought in at a whole nother level, you know, and understanding, I just so appreciate that about not that we're doing products, but like when products go that extra step and they're giving, you know, you're buying one and making one for someone else and all of those kinds of things. I really just appreciate the deeper level and the deeper meanings that have to do with that. So we get asked a lot, why did we call it fierce marriage? Yeah, and quickly, I, Selena, good job thinking up the name. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to say that. <laughs> no, yeah, you are the it, mastermind. It needs your stamp of approval because everything goes oh, to your filter. Team. We're a team, but you were the idea. You were the idea came person on the that fierce, one. Yeah. So the idea of fierce is that it takes a fierce tenacity um, that never gives up and never gives in. Mm-hmm. And what and so the kind of the 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 pain that we sought to remedy so we started this a little over 5 years ago mm-hmm. is that we felt a lot of couples that were in our kind of in our world and in our age bracket in our stage of life at the time we were kind of in our mid to late 30s mid to late 20s <laughs> I was like we're in our mid-, <laughs> mid to late 20s <laughs> yep and we had seen tragically couples around us who had gotten married and divorced mm-hmm. or they were just like extremely unhappy and they didn't know why and in some cases they got married and divorced twice mm-hmm. and so we're like what what is so different about like why are we going on 10 years married at the time yeah we're going on 15 years now yeah but at the time we we're like why have we been, we've been married for nine ten years and we're still best friends we're still enjoying life we're moving forward and it's, it's not without conflict but we're able yes, to resolve we some stuff and we're able to kind of like walk through it and still be more in love and together and unified. Yes. Big caveat is we're not perfect. And right. so we realized that Jesus yes. clearly is is the, the change mm-hmm. in our hearts. He's the reason that we're able to fight well, to fight yeah. through the hard times because we God knows we had them. Right. We still do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we decided to start this blog that shares with brutal transparency 
like our successes and brutal transparency, our failures. Like what, at what point did, did this, did the switch flip Mm -hmm. in terms of like, why do we take path A versus path B? Right. Why do we take the path toward reconciliation versus the path toward bitterness? And being and the, right. And being right. <laughs> yeah. There's alliteration there. Again, I know. You're so good. I was on that last week. I, 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 I noted that last week. Just... <laughs> Anyway, so Jesus clearly is the is is the difference. <laughs> yes, and we just thought, you know, there's a there's a space for this. We need to start. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> she's laughing because I said shart. <laughs> we need get to. It. Oh my goodness! Hopefully, you're laughing with uh, us right now. All right, so we need to start. You really should cut that. We though. need to start. <laughs> sharing with brutal transparency how christ has tangibly helped us right yep and be a testimony to that i'm not going to edit that out okay (laughs) Um, they're going to see you in your true colors (laughs) you're the one that started laughing about it anyway anyway yeah um and so thus fierce marriage was was born I, i brought i brought the website i showed it to you and you said that you basically were the stamp of approval and we launched it on a january 1st yep and so, uh, now what does it actually mean to have a fierce marriage? So I think you probably understand at this point, it's like fierce tenacity never gives up, never gives in. Basically it's a marriage that is in our, in our view, it's a marriage that fiercely, um, adheres to and upholds the word of God mm-hmm. as the authority in mm-hmm. our lives. We adhere to it as the authority in our lives. We adhere to Jesus. We mm-hmm. abide in him, mm-hmm. um, as we abide in our covenant mm-hmm. and we, we trust mm-hmm. We trust that it is for our good and for God's glory. Mm-hmm. And so what that does is that gives us tangible, like a reason, mm-hmm. tangible. We have something bigger than us. Covenant is bigger than us. Mm-hmm. God is bigger than us. His word is bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Something that governs our relationship, not just our own feelings, right. our own views, our emotions, our and, emotion. Yeah. Yep. And, and so that, so that is, sorry, I keep bumping my mic here. Um, so Jesus is the fuel behind everything that we do and and the whole fierce marriage ministry really is us trying to draw those lines um those clear lines between the gospel and marriage and what it means to be married you know in this modern society right um and what that looks like and how that plays out and biblically speaking because a lot of us would like to not follow the bible on some things it just would right. be easier it would be happier everybody would love each other and it's um and we're saying no god's design is is intentional. It, it's not outdated mm, that's and good. it's very where it should be. And I also, I, we want to dispel like, you know, fierce marriages. It's not this fierce tenacity that you just kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make your marriage work and make your right. marriage fierce. Like I really want to highlight the fact that it's not, us doing it it's actually us releasing some control on the whole thing to be honest it's us resting in jesus and the work that he did on the cross Mm. again if that is not life-changing enough for you then you maybe we need to sit there for a little while you know and 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 absorb what christ has done for us and understand what that means because when we start understanding how much we've been forgiven how much love god has communicated to us how much he continually teaches us without like these motives of trying to be right. right. That's where we are empowered to like, and fueled to live fiercely with each other, to love each other fiercely, to not give up because we know that we're in this covenant together, but this covenant is not some binding, like 
burden. It is it's not a cage. No, right? it's, it's like a gift. yes, it's a gift. It's yeah. an arena where where love can really grow and take root and blossom and experience all the different seasons. So and- I think I think that bears some some questioning though, because yeah. a lot of times what we might you might be thinking this as you're listening is okay. So the gospel is supposed to bring this fruit forth in my life. Well, what if I don't feel like? Mm-hmm. communicating to you. I don't feel any better. Right. Right. So, uh, and that's not what we're saying. So what you're saying is that that fuel is a deep, it's a deep underlying, like the gospel is true and you Mm -hmm. rest on that. It is your foundation. Right. And it's from that place of identity where you can sit in a very tough spot, Mm -hmm. whether, so I'm just thinking to, uh, Intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. It can be a very frustrating place for a lot of couples. Right. I know it's been very frustrating for us at times, mm-hmm. missed expectations. Right. Um, you know, you start to feel like neglected. At right. least I know that for me, I can start to get pouty right. in that area. And in some cases it's justified. In other cases, it's just, you know, it's not. Right. But I can sit in that hard moment and mm-hmm. be like, why is she, you know, I know the gospel is true. Why? And I'm frustrated. My wife is not fulfilling my expectations mm-hmm. in this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I can look back to Jesus and say, okay, how can I love my wife despite how I feel? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I don't want to do it. Right. I don't like doing it. Right. But I know, I trust if I love her well and I take time to communicate with her. Right. And take a deep breath and say. And extend grace. Oh, extend forgive, grace. Maybe. Yeah. Then I know that it will go well with me. Right. I know that it will, it will glorify God. Right. And that is enough to like. And, and of course, by the whole, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you yeah. have the ability to live by the Spirit, not by the flesh. Right. And so, obviously, you don't want to overlook that. Mm-hmm. But that's what Selena, that's what you're talking about, yes. right? Yes. That's where that fuel comes from. It's Absolutely. not just like a hey, you're fierce, I'm fierce. Let's all fight for our marriages right. until we're blue in the right. face. Yep. Absolutely. It's like we're saying no. Let's fight. Let's 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 find Jesus. Right. And let right. and and let's fight with Him. Well, and that's where that fierce tenacity kind of comes in too. Is just when you're in those hard spots. Right. You know, staying. Yeah. Like fiercely connected to Jesus and fiercely yeah. just understanding his word and what it says, despite how you're feeling, despite the circumstances you're in, but trusting God, following his word, staying close mm-hmm. to him. Um, it will bear fruit and it will, life will bloom there again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we spent the last few weeks mm-hmm. on this podcast kind of going through some of the bigger issues, right? We've talked about, I know last week we talked about love versus lust. Mm-hmm. Which is a big issue, but I wouldn't consider that a core issue. I think mm-hmm. a core issue, we talked about covenant. We've talked about, about love. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, all of this kind of out is the is along the lines of our outline for our new book that's coming up. Right. Or that is now out. Um, and so we talk about, I'm so used to saying it's pre, pre-order. I know, we've but, been ta- talking about it um, a lot. But so, if you're wondering, like, a, a lot of what people take for granted, and what you're talking about getting to the core of it, is knowing what love actually is. And knowing what covenant actually is, knowing mm-hmm. what the gospel actually is. Mm-hmm. And so but that's, I think, where all this fierceness comes from is actually right. understanding, like what you said, Selena, if you don't, if you're not captivated by the gospel, we need to, we need to sit there for a while. Right. We need to get a sense of exactly how huge God is yeah. and, and we need to get a sense of our own need for salvation. Right. And it's then good, yeah. we get this revelation, this, this realization that Christ did it. He right. did it. That's the good news. Right. That's so the bad news is I'm a sinner, but that's what make like that's what makes the good news so good. Right. Is that right. I've been saved by grace. Mm-hmm. Now how could I how can I live that out? Right. And so one of the things that we always say to each other is Christ has not held my sin against me, so how how could I possibly mm-hmm. hold your sin against you? Mm-hmm. 
doesn't mean I'm not hurt by it. doesn't mean I'm not. Right. And it takes, it can take a long time to even get to that place of right. understanding and thinking too. You know, we talk about some of this stuff, but it doesn't mean that it's just like, oh yeah, we got it. Or we right. got it in a week. Like there, it takes time to get to that point of even recognizing that I'm a sinner, you're a sinner. I mean, we still have places in our lives that we still mm-hmm. want to hold sin over each other. You know, you do, you do for sure. I, I'm, <laughs> this is true. I'm sanctified. This is true. <laughs> You must be dead then because <laughs> you are not <laughs> complete yet. Touche. Good You're answer. You're not complete yet. Not to make light of death. Um, so here's what I'd like to do. Okay. I'd like to, I think we should go through and just like the five core areas of marriage mm-hmm. and uh, like communication, sex, money, priorities, and conflict. Mm-hmm. Real briefly, how, how can we like in light of the gospel, mm-hmm. how do we live in each one of these? Now, it's easy to say we're living in light of the gospel when everything's going great. We're communicating right, well. Right. Everything's what we think it should be. Right. Uh, but so we're going to address the hard times. Okay. What do you think? So let's t- start with communication. Okay. Well, I think we should start with like the the question and the problems there. Like when we're not, why are we not communicating well? What's going on? The most vivid example I have is, okay. is our <laughs> drive. Good examples. <laughs> yeah. And we're just going to share personal examples. That's what today's all about, right? Okay. So when we were driving, we had, we had, come come down like we had about a two month stretch where our marriage felt very very difficult yeah last year it wasn't like years and years past it was like last summer we were just we were done writing this book (laughs) it was being edited and we were like why am i even married to you well i don't think we said that we didn't say that maybe it was your head i think yeah well i was being dramatic we didn't actually say that (laughs) my head is just fully dramatic sometimes no that's actually one of our communication like (laughs) Uh, ground rules is we don't say things like divorce and all yeah. that, but, yeah. um, but we, we've been having a really hard time. We just weren't connecting and mm-hmm. neither of us was like budging mm-hmm. and we were spent some time up in, uh, up North of where we live about five hours North mm-hmm. and we were supposed to be relaxing, but it, it ended up being less than relaxing because of the kids in the car and a bunch of other stuff was going on and we're driving back. And I just remember like feeling this sense of I'm saying things and she is not hearing them. She is hearing something totally different. Right. And she is clearly saying things that are not. I was saying, it was the exact same thing. I was saying <laughs> things that, and you did not. I was like, I don't know what he's hearing right now because I feel like I can't make this any clearer. Like, <laughs> and he's just, and I'm just not like, not responding. Clearly you're not how, listening to me I as thought. you're responding. <laughs> exactly. Our communication was broken. Yeah. And that's, and- that's a big thing for us because we really can, communicate i feel like we have a good level of communication right. um and you know we can finish each, other, each other's sentences apparently as we were told yeah um was. but this was just like a whole different level and i then- felt uh, like i was losing hope Be- and i'm not being dramatic in that I, I was like what in the world is going on are we ever going to get to the other side of this like which i was just like gosh i, knew, I wish we could just get over this <laughs> i knew we weren't i, I knew, knew we that, would get there but yeah i knew that none of us was going to go anywhere mm-hmm. right and so as we're driving and I just felt this, like this thing in my, my gut. And I just said, man, this is what people, this is why people start thinking about divorce. Cause I just feel like there's so, we're so far from each other right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And she is not compromising and I'm right. <laughs> and all this stuff. <laughs> and finally I just, I said, Hey, pause. Just so you know, I love you. That hasn't changed. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I love you. That hasn't changed. I'm not going anywhere. Right. We're gonna, we'll figure this out. And then I was like, game on. Yeah. <laughs> and then and we said game on. I think on, that like, assured you more, to be honest, because I was not, I wasn't like, 
I knew that we weren't going anywhere. I have I have that like I just was experiencing the anchor like we were we were definitely going to stay together. But I was like, is this what it's going to be like? <laughs> like well, I was it, like, holy cow, this is like I needed that sh- assurance that we were going to work through it. But I think you needed the assurance that my heart was soft to you. Yes, and that we were going to ta- start talking through it. Yeah. And that was, it wasn't like it was fixed instantly, but that definitely marked the beginning of reconciliation. Definitely. And where we, where we finally started going toward each other instead of apart from each other. It also helped that we were going, we were careening down the highway 80 miles an hour. (laughs) Can't get out. We know we're not of us had anywhere to go. (laughs) Right. Right. um, Yeah. We had another three hours ahead of us. Yes. So communication. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So where, how does the gospel. Yeah. I, I, in my pride would have been like screw this. I'm not going to put any, I'm not going to extend right. any act of goodwill right. or any act of faith toward her. Right. And I feel like that's, that's like, that's the fork in the road. That's the mm-hmm. first start of a mm-hmm. fork of a re- of real true division and, and bitterness taking root and taking control. Right. And what happens in those instances, a lot of times a couple will be silent. Yeah. They'll sleep on it enough. They'll keep sleeping on it until finally the issue doesn't feel like an issue anymore. Right. When it fully is an issue, right. you just haven't dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just buried so deep right. that you and can't get it. And then there's more it. issues that start collab- conglomerating. Right. right. And then they you start, start coming And on. then you start compiling, <laughs> yep. compiling. offenses. Yep. And, and all of a sudden you have 10 years down the road. Right. You never, and it's like right. you actually have grounds to say that right. stuff because you haven't worked on it. Right. You haven't actually gotten through to it right. and, or through the end of it and right. gotten reconciliation. Which I think is kind of something we should touch on too just a little bit in terms of like the other, one of the other core issues is conflict. And um, yeah. when, a, you know, like we talked about and joked about, but we do encourage and fully like endorse <laughs> working towards reconciliation versus being right. Um, yep. I think there's something to be said about truth. Right. You, you need to seek truth as a couple. Yes. But when it comes down to the the nitty gritty of arguing, right. rightness is not the king, right? Right. Right. And I was, I think I just lost what I was going to say. <laughs> That's good. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, but I think you're absolutely right in that the, we were talking about communication. Communication and conflict go so closely right. hand in They're hand. They're so hand in hand for and sure. So a lot of times while you're communicating, you're so concerned with being right in whatever that conflict is that mm-hmm. you're not actually listening. Right. You're not actually being slow to speak like James instructs. Right. And so many other Proverbs instruct right. us to be slow to speak, uh, quick to listen. Right. Which are all kind of um, rules that we kind of try to follow in terms of when we fight. How are, are we fighting well? Are we conflicting well? <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. But, you know, we we do set some ground rules, like you've said again and again, like we don't ever throw about like throw around the words like divorce. Um, I never like we never threaten. Well, you're not going to have sex tonight if you don't do this. Yeah, don't or, use sex as a bargaining chip. Yeah. Yeah. Or are, hold each other hostage. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and different things like uh, absolute statements. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Ryan loves when I say <laughs> never and always like you never do this. You always do this. Those like, are his, I literally did the dishes. Those are his last week. Favorite words. <laughs> But um, anyways, and one more I think that is a good example is we always try to, we say (laughs) fight naked, um, which we did that. We did a podcast on that. Yeah, look that one up. That's a good one. That's a fun one. And there's a lot of in that. There's a literal application just so you know. Obviously. And there's also a figurative (laughs) one. No, people would be like, oh, surely that's something metaphorical. And we're like, no, it's literal. Yeah. It's hilarious when it is. (laughs) 
Um, anyway, so uh, th- so I think we covered communication conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked a little bit about sex and intimacy earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but s- so how does the gospel actually, if you have a full understanding right. of, of who you are in Christ right. and how he's repairing the brokenness, right. he has once and for all, but reconciliation is, and, and, uh, and uh, what's the word? Redemption and sanctification are still happening right. in terms of in our actions life, in this, this life. Earth, yeah. Um, so how does, how does that bear weight on our perspective of sex, yeah. the objectives of mm-hmm. sex, and the purposes of sex? Yeah. So, uh, I think for us as a couple, it's brought us closer and that we've realized that sex is something that is good. Right. We, right. I think you grew up with a little bit more of a perspective, like in your head, well, in your was, head, you knew it was good. Right. It's the whole abstaining until you're, you're married. So there's a lot of off limits, a lot of red lights, a lot of stop, stop, stop. Uh, what's okay, what's not okay, and kind of towing the line on some stuff. And so it was very, I think it was really hard because when you're teaching that, it's, I mean, the whole message was like, wait until you're married. It is good, but wait until you're married. And so how can you talk about the married part when you're, you don't want to like, hey, look at how good this, this cake's going to taste once <laughs> you get there. But you know what I right. mean? So it was hard to like, I think, have those conversations. Um, but I think if I would have, I think if we would have understood like more of the purpose behind sex, maybe that would have painted more of a picture for... You're very much a purpose person. Right. And you want to know the underlying... Right. Like, like in the why, the whole podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So, so you you tended to lead lean toward the sexual... What, what that was way more about conservative, in the book is like I a think. Platon, yeah. Platonism, right? Yeah. Which is like a, a concept Tim Keller talks about. Mm-hmm. But this idea that sex is somehow inherently dirty. Right. Or inherently... Like not to be talked about or, and not that you go around talking about sex all the time, right? but it is not inherently dirty. Mm-mm. Sin has made it twisted right. and distorted, right? but in, in its, in God's design, right. sex is incredible. So as we've been reconciled, um, to that reality, mm-hmm. our sex life has improved mm-hmm. and it hasn't, honestly, it hasn't changed a whole lot. It's just, I think our hearts are connecting on deeper levels. Yeah. Like the actions have not changed a whole lot. Right. It's not like we were once like really inhibited, like, right. You know what I mean? Like super. And now we're using the trapeze. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and now we're busting out the, the trapeze implements. We don't have implements. that. Just, <laughs> no, but I, no, I think that's, I think that's huge because oh. there's some connection definitely to be had and that can only flourish and be experienced within the covenant of marriage, which is why, again, it's so important for us to understand covenant and to understand the depth of it um, and how understanding covenant and how our God is a God of covenants. And that's how he had relationship with mm. people, with his people. Um, it was through covenant. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, I think intimacy becomes again, has purposes that are so much bigger than just, you know, being physically close. Uh, they go into generations, they go into, mm-hmm. you know, bearing fruit mm-hmm. in some ways in the way that God told Adam and Eve to go, you know, bear fruit in the garden. Um, and so, that and then what Selena you were talking about is how it kind of it it um it, it foreshadows mm-hmm. the intimacy experienced right. um in, in between the Trinity right Father mm-hmm. Son Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. that three as one right. type of thing so you and I are becoming two as one in that right. way um is is just a very small glimpse into like the euphoria and yeah. I'm not just talking like just I'm not just talking physically but just that emotional right. that. That connection, the, well, spiritual a, connection. I think, and I think about just in light of, you know, people who have passed, um, just the presence of God and like uh-huh. how that will be such a unifying and one experience and that, and part of just being one like that and being in unified with him in completeness is part of the whole 
that's the euphoria. That's the that point I of the think. gospel. Yes, yes. And that we have that to look forward Absolutely. to in ways that are that that make this world look like shades of gray. Definitely. And so um, the gospel absolutely bears weight on that part of marriage. And it's funny because people will be like, well, how? Okay, let's, it's like they put us to, the, not that we're the ultimate on it, no. but like when I approach that, I'm like, okay, let's see how this actually pans out. Right, right. Because it's sex, right? It's right. totally, well, absolutely. it's not. It's anything but just purely carnal. Yep, yep. Um, so I think we're really just drawing these, again, talking about communication, um, talking about conflict and sex and intimacy in light of the gospel and drawing those lines. Um, hopefully within our conversation, you're seeing some of those, those lines become more and more clear. You know, it's also, it's also like being in relationship with God and asking him to bring you wisdom and clarity and understanding of, of, of him and his word and his love for us and how that, how out of that your marriage can be, be fueled and flourish. Yeah. And I, that's very good. And one thing I do want to pause here, and we're not talking about a lot of scripture today, but the the, the reason why we're not doing that is because we've done the research in the in our in our book, right? Right. And so we talk about, and our publisher's okay with us going doing this overview because there were, there's so much more meat to be had oh, around yeah. this. There's because you're not actually going to believe us when right. we say that sex. And there's is, a lot of scripture in the book too. That oh, absolutely. That, but when we say like X, Y, and Z right. is the purpose of sex, you're right. going to be like, okay, great, but. Trust me, when you hear, when you read the scripture behind it, right. when you read like how, how the Bible has unfolded this concept right. in a way that you've never even considered right. before, right. it will get into your heart. It'll get right. into your spirit. And, and so each one of these topics has is been informed by scripture, yes. is yes. driven by scripture, yep. has been theologically <laughs> like vetted <laughs> yes. by people that we um, trust, people much smarter than us. Right. And a lot of it just comes from the context of the scripture as well. Like mm-hmm. that's where a bit, a lot of the power and the meat comes from. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a deeper understanding. So, yeah. So did you want to talk about money and priorities? Those yeah, are think, the last two. I think quick. I mean, money is a big, tricky one. A lot of couples fight about it. Right. Um, our, well, our big approach has been stewardship. Yeah, um, so the doctrine of stewardship. The doctrine of stewardship. We do talk about that in a few. Uh, if you go back, they're probably our least popular podcast episodes, <laughs> but around Christmas time, we released yeah. two that were kind of about consumerism and excuse me, and stewardship. Right. And those, um, those get into a lot more of the doctrine of stewardship, but of course we get into it as it applies directly to, uh, your communication through money, your planning, right. Um, Some family vision and all of that. And even what your goals are financially. We, one right. of our big things was not just having a budget, but also having a, like a future budget. Right. right. And what, and when enough is enough. Yeah. Cause we don't just want more just for more sake. Right. Right. There's gotta right. be a, uh, there's gotta be a purpose <laughs> behind it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, and drawing that line, you know, between money and how it, can be tied so tightly to your heart mm-hmm. and how it can become your identity and, or take on your identity when yeah. really, again, we're, we're, it's like, we're fighting so hard to just be anchored in Christ and everything is tying itself onto us and pulling us out, pulling us other ways. And it's only like within covenant that we can be like rooted in the gospel and rooted in Jesus. And those roots will, will be the strength that will keep us right where we need to be. Right. Um, so again, that goes, and then jumping into priorities, you can see how all of these core issues like interplay with each other. Um, but priorities we talked about, um, we kind of throw the list away personally. I mean, when we take it, when people are like, what are your priorities? What, how do you like make priorities? (laughs) What do you make? What's your qualifiers? And we, we don't have a list anymore. It's not like, God first. So I got to do my devotions right when I wake up. Oh no, the kids are awake. What do I do? Right. Like it's not a We're constant kind of dispelling this checking. idea that it should be this hierarchical approach to life. Right. I think I interrupted you. But I think that's what well, you're getting at. Yeah. We're not just, cause a lot of times the, the, the list fails. 
right? right? Because you forget to say that, like, if you don't read your Bible in the morning, it's not doesn't mean you don't love God. It just means right. that maybe you didn't have enough time that morning, right? And He wasn't the priority that you wanted Him to be. However, the gospel permeates every minute of your day, right? Every every task you put your hand to, every right. relationship you're engaging right. in, and it's not taking away the fact that you need time with your savior that's a relational aspect you need time you need with, to have with the a word, conversation yeah. yes you need to be in god's word that's part of knowing who he is and knowing the way that he has called us to live in light of what he's done for us um and so the priorities to me also i know you guys have probably heard me talk about my word for the year has been delight um when priorities are not a list to be checked off there's so much more delight to be had um, within your marriage and, right. you know, your life essentially because checking, you know, okay, time with my kids, check, time with my husband, check, time with my, uh, with God, check. Okay, finally me time. Okay, check. Like it, there's these, it's just burdensome. It feels like mm-hmm. slavery. I'm just trying to like feel good because I checked off all the boxes in my list and God's like, I have so much more for you to enjoy, to experience, to be sanctified by, to be grown by. When you just slow down and 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 delight in these things and live out of first out of me and what I've done in mm-hmm. your heart, and then sharing that and discipling those first in front of you, which would be my kids and my husband, and then going out from there into the community. Right, and we so we we kind of come at that from a biblical. Okay, so where did this list even come from? I think the list is a, a modern construct. I think it's a Western sure. th- way to look at it. Yeah, very Western perspective on on like getting things done. Right. And like you said, we do lean toward legalism mm-hmm. with it's, there's nothing inherently wrong with, with seeing the world that right. way. Right. We're just saying that given our legalistic hearts, yeah. we need to have a different approach. I agree. And yep. that is from, it's like a, we call them concentric circles and they yep. radiate outward. Everything out radiates outward from Christ, yep. from the gospel. Yep. So, so our, our couple's challenge this week is pretty simple um, because today is the book release. Go buy the book. Yeah, get <laughs> them bonuses. Get them bonuses. Buy a copy for a friend, um, and jump on those. Join you know fierce wives and fierce husbands. Those mm-hmm. closed groups for their. The way you find those, you just go to Facebook and search for the one you want. Yeah, and you'll see it listed there. Um, just go ahead and click. Uh, what is it like? Join. Yeah, and then you, we we get a request. We right. do have moderators that we're working with yep. on each one. Yeah, but as long as you're you know. As long as you're really, as long as you're just a, a gal trying to get into the Fierce Wives group, because mm-hmm. there are some engaged women who are either yeah. not or, or singles, yep. and they're in there because of learning what it means to be a fierce wife. Right. And same with the husband's side. Yeah. Um, yeah. We answer those two questions and read over the rules real quick. Um, just because we had a bit of a rough start, we want to make sure everything's clear and everybody's playing yeah, nice. Yeah, some things and, are appropriate, other things yes, aren't. Yes, absolutely. So go check those out. Join us for the, the reading plan and the book study um, next week. And we are super excited. Today is just crazy. It's I can't even believe the book's out. Like, it's kind of surreal. Yeah. Kind of surreal. <laughs> it's officially out. Yeah, yeah. It's officially out. Yeah, so we'd actually planned to answer a question today. We're not going to get to that, and I apologize. We will answer it next week when we get back into our normal rhythms. Uh, but for now... Um, if you've enjoyed this, uh, we hope we've, you know, we, we did cover a lot of broad level topics today, mm-hmm. but we hope you found something that was useful. Um, we, and it, honestly, we weren't just trying to kind of, uh, no, maybe it's just a good, interest. I think it's a good teaser because if I was listening, I would want to like dive in to know more about all of these things, yeah, and, which and, again, yeah. go by the book. And by the way, this, <laughs> this is, this is what we eat, sleep and breathe yeah. is this kind of stuff. So like, if you listen to the podcast, you're going to get more, like, if you want to know more about any one of these topics, just look through the podcast stuff, mm-hmm. look through our blog, Yeah, you'll find it. Obviously. 
obviously the book is our most comprehensive dive into every one of these. Yes. Um, so we do want you to check that out. We, we care about that. Yep. I mean, we care about uh, <laughs> getting that into your hands. Right. Um, but regardless, we hope you've got something out of this. Yes. If so, you have and we've earned it. Yeah. Um, we would appreciate a rating or a subscription. Yes. And a review. Review. Those two th- <laughs> those three things matter as well. You said those well. so matter-of-factly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and it, uh, one last time, if you missed it somehow before, go to fiercemarriagebook.com <laughs> and you can find all the details about the book and all that. But um, we do hope that uh, this, this has blessed you. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to pray? I would love it if you would pray. Okay. Uh, Jesus, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for the opportunity to write a book, um, to share our story in the in the way that you would be glorified and brought to the forefront of marriage. I pray that um, it will be a launch pad for you being able to work in the marriages that are listening and marriages around the world. Um, I praise you and thank you for your goodness and your plan that is intentional and designed perfectly and correctly. God, I pray that we would just communicate you and your goodness um, clearly and not be in the way. We love you, God. Thank you again for every person who's listening. Thank you for the opportunity to share your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Fierce Marriage Podcast. And we look forward to seeing you in about seven days. All right. This episode is... In the can. All right, everyone. Stay fierce. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.